0: Previously on the Omen podcast... He wouldn't teach me magic.
1: He said you couldn't learn magic, he said that you as a human can't actually learn it. You find a book uh, called uh, The Crowley Compendium. Have you picked a demon that you want to summon? Furkas.
0: He teaches philosophy, astronomy, rhetoric, logic,
1: chiromancy,
0: and pyromancy.
1: So you are going to need a fork, you're going to need some candles, and you're going to need the hair of a horse.
0: Where the fuck do I find the hair of a horse in an underground facility at 3am in the morning?
1: (laughs) That is a good question.
0: What will happen next? Let's find out in this episode of Omen.
1: So we last left you off in the catering department of the Omen headquarters, didn't we, Andreas?
0: We, we sure did.
1: And you have to collect one last thing in order to summon your special demon.
0: What, what's his name again? Forkast. Uh, forecast.
1: Forkast, the happy night of hell. <laughs> so you have to collect one last thing. What is the last thing you have to collect?
0: Uh, yeah, I have to collect some horse hair to get this demon to, uh, come on up, because apparently this demon is very into horses.
1: Yeah, well, he rides on a a, a pale horse, doesn't he? That's true,
0: that's true. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't quite be a badass demon knight if it wasn't riding a pale horse, I guess.
1: This is true. You have to try and find some horse hair.
0: In an underground facility.
1: In an underground facility in the middle of London. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that one.
0: Um, I think the first thing I'm going to do is probably check the elevator and see if there's a marking for stables. <laughs> but it seems unlikely.
1: Yeah, well, okay, so you, you go over to the elevator and you get inside, and I think the closest thing that there is to um, stables would be like probably the, the, the helicopter and like vehicle silo behind the command area. But I, I don't know whether or not they've got any horses there. They've, they've probably got like an Apache helicopter, but they don't have any horses.
0: Yeah. Okay. D- wait. Wait. Okay. I'm gonna go there. I think. I think I have an idea.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Maybe someone has a Mustang.
1: <laughs> like a car, Mustang.
0: Yeah, that's t- sort of a
1: horse. I I don't think that's how this works. No. <laughs> I mean.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Where could they have? What what are what are the other floors on the on the thing? What can I? Where can I go?
1: Uh, you can go to um the IT and media department.
0: Right. Still still haven't set up my email, so yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you haven't done that. You should probably do that. But everyone's asleep at this point, so
0: mm, that's like,
1: fair. There's probably some sort of night owls up there in IT. Yeah. Like, just like tapping away, but. Other than that, I don't think there's anyone up there.
0: And they are probably, like, the last people to be into horses, right?
1: I don't know. Some of them are really into ponies.
0: <sighs> let's just... Let's not go to... It's a silly place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll avoid IT and media. Um, um, underneath there is the meeting rooms.
0: Okay. Is there, like, a, a beast cherry?
1: Not, well, I mean, down down in deep storage, they've got a bunch of, like, cold storage for different, like, animals and creatures, so...
0: It feels like the obvious place to go, I guess. Um,
1: Do you want to go into deep storage?
0: I'm gonna just, like, hit the button as hard as I can.
1: Okay. Smack. You smack that button hard, uh, and the doors close, and the elevator goes down, and it goes down deeper than you've ever been before, like...
0: Oh, I'm guessing my ears go you know the
1: pressure oh yeah they pop a couple of times
0: Mm, i hate that
1: like down here the the oxygen's a little bit lower and you've you've gone past r&d and it keeps going for ages and eventually you get down to deep storage so like deep storage is way way below the rest of the building
0: i wish i bought brought a barometer so i could try to figure out the the depth the depth i'm not sure that would help i'm sure they equalize the pressure down here right
1: yeah yeah there's like vents yeah but like Like, deep storage is specifically designed in a way that if something were to get out or something horrible were to happen, they could just sort of bury the whole thing. Ooh,
0: freaky. I hope nothing gets out while I'm down here. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that'd be great. So you go out into a hallway, uh, and to your uh, left-hand side, there's sort of like a security terminal. Okay. And there's a great big sort of metal door. What do you want to do?
0: Is there a handle on the door?
1: Uh, there is no handle on the door. The security terminal is the only thing that is there. You do have like your omen card so you can try scanning that.
0: No, I feel like that's the last thing I want to do is let anyone know that I was here specifically.
1: Okay, you could try and find someone else's card maybe? or
0: um, Can I do a dumb and try to hack the security console?
1: Um... Do I have those skills? I you don't you don't necessarily have those skips. Actually,
0: okay, wait wait, can I can I use my luck and and uh, uh, roll to see if someone left their password in the password field?
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, why not? Go for it. Sure.
0: Sixteen? Okay. It's pretty lucky. And it's not it's not perfectly lucky, but it's pretty lucky. It's not lucky, lucky.
1: that's pretty damn lucky, yeah. Um you go over to the security console and to your right you sort of Look down, and you see that someone's actually left their security tag down here. Ooh. Their security card. How weirdly lucky. How weirdly lucky, indeed.
0: I think, I'll, I think I'll grab that from the floor and use it to sign in.
1: Okay, do you want to look at it first?
0: Um. I mean, maybe I'll swipe it first and then look at it, like, you know, not thinking okay. about it. Like, oh, of course. Easy.
1: All right, sure. Okay, so you scan it, and immediately it goes, Welcome Edmund Black.
0: Oh. Wait, why is his card down here?
1: Uh, the big metal doors shift and open up.
0: I'm putting that in my pocket for now.
1: Okay, so you've picked up Edmund Black's card. Which doesn't make much sense, does it?
0: No, why is his card? Edmund Black's dead, right? He is dead. I didn't get that wrong.
1: No, no, Um, you've definitely seen his corpse with a faceless face inside Smedley's lab.
0: <sighs> Fucking koala. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is the way he is.
0: Okay, well, I guess Edmund Black is uh, me now, so I'm gonna walk into a Deep Storage.
1: So you, posing as Edmund Black, walk into Deep Storage, and Deep Storage is—it's basically like a giant cave network. Mm. Um, it's like you can tell that there's some bits of natural cave formation here, but other bits have been sort of drilled in. Um, and there are different levels.
0: This reminds me of um, those Batman movies. Yeah. From yeah, it's the Batcave, right? From from like the uh, Mr. Burton movies. I
1: forgot his first name. Tim. Tim Burton's films. So sort of. I mean, I would probably go more like in terms of size and scope, the Lego Batman ones. That was such a good film. Yeah, yeah.
0: that was a good movie. It was so good. This this podcast is now sponsored by the Lego Batman.
1: Movie. Oh, I wish. I wish it was. That, was. that is such a good film. But so you walk in and you, you're quite blown away by like the size of this place. There's, there's crates everywhere. There's boxes. There's like icy cubes with strange shapes inside them that you can't quite make out. Yeah. Just loads and loads of different storage containers. Uh, you can hear weird noises occasionally, like the sounds of animals, but you can't quite pinpoint where they are.
0: But there's no one down here, right?
1: Um. Not that you can see right now. Do you want to roll an observation check? Yes, please. Okay. Uh,
0: that is a six. So, no, there isn't anyone down here.
1: <laughs> no, you can't see anyone down here. You see nothing. You see nothing. You see nothing down here.
0: I see nothing. Okay. Well, I'm going to start wandering until I find something horse-like, really. And and um, if, if nothing else, it's, you know, pretty damn cool to be down here. I've never seen any of
1: this before. That's true. Uh, so you make out... Three clear pathways through these boxes. Uh, there's one to your left, there's one straight forwards, and there's one to your right.
0: And one always tells lies.
1: Uh, not yet. <laughs> you haven't got that far into deep storage. Like there, there will be like deeper in here. There are like magical seals and things. Ooh. Uh, so... Okay.
0: Well, I'm. I wish I had a three-sided coin, but I'm just gonna. Split the difference and go straight ahead.
1: Okay. So you continue to walk further into these boxes, uh, and you see on either side of you weird contraptions that you've never seen before. There's, like, metal rods, like, sticking out of spheres. Anything fork-like? Nothing fork-like. Like, Like, I think you've got the best fork you're going to get. Yeah. Okay. That weird plastic cruddy fork you've got. Where is it? It's in your pocket, isn't it?
0: Oh. Oh yeah. So it's uh, now. It used to be a plastic fork covered in ketchup. Now it's a plastic fork covered in ketchup and lint.
1: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's unpleasant. Could you please roll observation again?
0: Yes. Twelve.
1: You hear footsteps <clears throat> uh, to your right.
0: Uh, I hide.
1: Where are you going to hide?
0: Is there like a suit of armor? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you're not going to have time to get into a suit of armor, but there's no, like... No,
0: just near, behind the nearest... Like, uh, like crates in and boxes. Or, yeah, anything. Okay. Just whatever's closest.
1: All right, so you um, go up to the nearest like like crack between two boxes and you slide between them. You see a rather rotund looking man walk past you. Um, either side of his head are two very large, thick mutton chops. Uh, he's wearing a pair of glasses... Um, And he has a small twirly mustache. uh, And he is wearing a very elaborate looking suit. Uh, And you've seen this man before on a video that you were viewing when you were on a plane. Wait,
0: is this Dr. Brimstone? Yes. (sighs) Definitely saying hidden. I'm not supposed to be down here.
1: (laughs) And Dr. Brimstone is walking past you. He doesn't notice you. Uh, Behind these boxes, but you see he was
0: Dolores with him.
1: So you don't initially see any sort of other person with him, uh, but then you hear like a scuttling sound. You look down by Brimstone's side, and you see what looks like a bug.
0: A bug? That's that can't be Dolores. He don't name a bug Dolores. Like a really
1: big bug.
0: Like a beetle?
1: No, I mean like the size of a dog
0: yeah but like a beetle the size of a dog
1: uh it it's more like a a sort of praying mantis
0: okay okay
1: and it's scuttling beside him you glimpse like its face for a short while it looks kind of vaguely humanoid uh and it's wearing lipstick (laughs) and has a small pair of glasses (laughs)
0: okay i like dolores (laughs)
1: Um, and it goes and it goes past and then you hear it say secure, And he nods the two of them walk past and eventually you see them go off into the distance and over to the elevator So what are you gonna do?
0: We're gonna keep searching for horses, I guess Or I wonder what that object they were talking about was I'm, I'm gonna go in the I'm gonna walk in the direction that they came from
1: okay to see where to see what other what this weird object was
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm curious Okay
1: So you walk down the direction they came from. You can see their footsteps have been left in the dust on the floor.
0: Easy to follow, I guess.
1: Yeah, so you follow them for a while. And you come across a very large glass and metal container. Um, It's about the size of an average room. It's clearly under some pressure. And in the middle, you can see what looks like a small black stone. Okay. Clearly, Doctor Brimstone came down here with little Dolores and um, was observing it for a while, and then he left.
0: Is this the object? It looks, it does look secure, I guess.
1: It is inc- like it, it's behind like several feet of plexiglass.
0: I, would like to poke the glass. Okay. Like tap the glass, like you're not allowed to do it, aquariums.
1: Okay, so you tap the glass, and since it's a little stone and not a fish, it doesn't fucking do anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm, okay okay just checking <laughs> it could have been a living stone i don't know a, maybe a doctor living stone even
1: Ugh. Ugh. you look at the stone and you can see like it, it's, it's incredibly dark and you can see like weird green and like yellow flecks in it freaky yeah you have no idea what this would thing you is.
0: would you describe it as like
1: crystal like maybe um it looks yeah it's definitely like crystalline it looks like a splinter
0: weird I'm, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna remember this but i don't need stone for this ritual no. i'm gonna keep looking for a
1: horse no you're looking for horses well luckily for you nearby you see on the wall a sign Ooh. Um, and the sign points towards the bestiary
0: nailed it i i knew there would be a bestiary down here somewhere yep
1: there is a bestiary i know what i'm doing yeah, sort of. <laughs> so do you want to follow the, the directions to the to the bestiary?
0: Absolutely. Let's go to the bestiary. Okay. And hey, maybe I can make like find like a really like high quality horse to make up for the shitty fork in Kendall.
1: You think that'll balance it out?
0: I think that's how it works.
1: You walk down the path for a while, uh, and eventually you get to the bestiary. You actually see like above it there's a great big sign that says, Welcome to the Omen Bestiary okay you can hear the sounds of strange creatures in here it looks like row after row of cages and some of them are on ice and others aren't uh do you want to go on a little explore
0: yeah i'm gonna say like in the center of the lane as far away from the cages as possible i don't want (laughs) to
1: very good (laughs) to get
0: eaten by any animals yeah there's probably some really
1: dangerous shit down here so i'd just be careful if i were you yep So as you walk down this path, you see on ice some things that you actually recognize. So you can see in one of these blocks of ice a bunch of frozen vampire larvae. Huh. Um, They're there, sort of trapped in ice. You can can get a good look at them now. Like, they are absolutely disgusting. I can, but I don't want to. Yeah, they're not pleasant. And beside those, you can see a much larger creature. You can see the shape of it anyway. You, You don't know what it is, but it's like a larvae But it's, like, four times the size, uh, and it's got a much, like, larger abdomen.
0: The fuck? Uh,
1: And that's stuck on ice as well.
0: And it's it's similar to the other vampire larvae.
1: Yeah, so you remember back to when you kicked off the head of the vampire patriarch, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That one was a bit larger and a bit more, sort of, like, muscular-looking than the standard vampire larvae.
0: Okay, and this one's even bigger? This one's even bigger. Could this be the
1: queen?
0: Or is it, like, would the queen be bigger? I mean, that would think? be a
1: good good guess at what it is. Yeah. So this is clearly, like, a vampire queen of some kind. Um, mm. uh, you can tell, like, the brain is far larger than the typical sort of worker drone.
0: Okay, well, this is creeping me out. So I'm going to keep moving.
1: Yep. All right. So you continue moving forwards. You go past all sorts of weird looking things you see like these two giant frogs and they're sort of like eating tiny glowing things in the air
0: how giant frogs
1: uh about the size of a small car
0: oh boy okay um glad i'm staying as far away as possible from the cages
1: (laughs) you continue walking and you see in a big cage what looks like a lion um and it's just sort of like lying there
0: he's lying there okay
1: that was not meant to be a pun but there we go.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm assuming that this lion
1: doesn't have any horse parts? No, um, but as you look at it, it sort of crawls out of its little sort of cave it was sort of half-hiding in, and you can see on its back are a bunch of really, really sharp-looking spines.
0: Is it a manticore?
1: Well, you immediately notice that it's probably a manticore because as it comes out, then you see a giant scorpion tail,
0: Damn, more like Manticore, am I yeah, right? Yeah,
1: and it sort of walks up towards you. It, it's never seen you before, so it's sort of investigating. Do you want to hang out here?
0: Isn't there something about Manticore and turning to stone?
1: No, that's um, Cockatrice.
0: Mm, there are a lot of mythical creatures. I don't want to hang around the dangerous Scorpion-tailed
1: lion for longer than I have to. <laughs> Good choice. So you continue on um, and... You're still marveled by all these weird things you're seeing. You're seeing, like, birds that you've you never seen before. Different, like, mammals and lizards and, and reptiles that boggle your mind. Uh, you see weird floating things, like jellyfish, but they're in, in the real world.
0: Wait, you, you know jellyfish are real, right?
1: Sorry, one minute. Let me, let me <laughs> rephrase that. You see...
0: It wasn't even that funny. No,
1: it wasn't. So shut up. <laughs>
0: I can't. <laughs> ooh, ooh, okay. <sighs> I've got this. Are you, are you,
1: are you happy now?
0: <sighs> I'm back. I'm back.
1: You see all these weird sort of bioluminescent jellyfish just floating in midair, as if they they don't they don't need any water to survive. It's very strange. Like everything down here is really weird.
0: Yeah, I can... Uh, I've I've gathered as much.
1: Could you roll for observation for me?
0: Uh, absolutely. That's an 18. I'm pretty observant today. I think Lavinia would be proud of me.
1: Yeah, she would be. You deduce that there probably aren't actually any horses down here.
0: Maybe there's, like, a... There are a lot of mythical kinds of horses, though. Go on. Like, there's, there's pegasi, there's unicorns, there's centaurs.
1: Oh, yeah. Um... Well,
0: and and like I said, those all of those are probably ha- technically like higher quality horses. Like if a horse is a, a a common, then a Pegasus or a unicorn is probably like least epic, if not legendary.
1: Okay, all right, okay. Um, I I will I will uh I will allow this then. So with your observation, you managed to figure out that these are actually there's no there is method to the madness here. Okay. There does seem to be some sort of taxonomy that is being used to place these animals in the environment down here.
0: Like a bestiary version of the Dewey, Dewey Decimal System.
1: Sort of, yeah. Um, and you deduce, using your many thinkings inside your brain...
0: <laughs> the many thinkings inside my brain, yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> you deduce that the equine animals are to your left. Oh, to the left we go. So you continue down the hall, um, and you see a couple of frozen blocks.
0: Okay. Are there any non-frozen ones? I don't feel like I want to thaw out any animals today. Why is that? Well, if they're frozen, I feel like they're probably frozen for a reason, a la vampire queen.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that makes sense.
0: Oh, I hope we can find. I hope we can find sleep knit down here. That would be cool. My favorite, yeah, my favorite mythical horse, or me and Martin's favorite mythical horse, horse uh, is probably Sleipnir, which is uh, a horse in Nordic mythology. Uh, it is the son of, I believe, Thor or Loki. One of them fucked a horse, either way.
1: Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, that horse uh, has eight legs. Pretty cool.
1: Is that because of the horse fucking? Uh,
0: it's because a god fucked it. I am assuming.
1: Wow. Hmm. Ugh. Ugh.
0: Yeah, it's the eight—it's le- the eight-legged horse ridden by Odin. Weird. But uh, but it's you know it's a godly horse. I don't expect to find it down here.
1: No, yeah, uh, I don't think that one's going to be down here. You look around, uh, and you walk past these ice blocks. You see inside one of the ice blocks, you see a unicorn. It—it's it, quite majestic looking, um, but you assume it's stuck inside the ice for a reason.
0: Well, fifty-fifty. Mm, I mean, it—it is—it is a unicorn. It can't be that dangerous. But on the other hand. I'm still a beginner, and if someone put a unicorn in ice, then it's got to be for a good reason.
1: Probably, yeah. Um, Yeah. You walk past these, and you see a big tank full of water.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And in this tank, there is a lot of very thick-looking seaweed. By the side of it, there is a big ladder uh, that takes you up to sort of a feeding station above.
0: And there's a horse in the water? Probably. Well,
1: based on your knowledge of of the Bestiary Dewey Decimal system, there should be there one. should be one inside this water.
0: Well, I'm gonna do the aquarium thing again and tap the glass. Okay. First.
1: All right.
0: Because this time, there's actually a living thing inside.
1: You tap on the glass, uh, and you see the seaweed shake. Could you roll for observation for me? Yeah. I observed 12 good. You see an eye looking at you through the seaweed, and it blinks, and then it moves off into the depths of the tank. (laughs) So there's clearly something in there.
0: Is that the only horse creature that isn't on ice? Yep. How do I get the hair of a horse that's underwater without getting in the water? I feel like it would probably kill me if I did that, maybe. And I don't really want to die.
1: Possibly. Do you want to go up onto the feeding station? Like, see what it is? Yeah,
0: let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a good call. So you climb up the ladder, uh, and you get onto this sort of metal platform above the tank, and you can see the water below has started to sort of swirl and swish a little bit. Freaky. Yeah, it, clearly whatever's in the tank thinks you're going to feed it.
0: Okay. Is there any? Are there any food scraps left over here or anything?
1: There's a bucket to your right hand side, and inside that there is a bunch of like bits of meat.
0: Yeah, no, I'm going to grab a little piece of meat and I'm going to dangle it above the water. I'm going to see if I can get it to come up.
1: Okay, so you grab a hunk of this sort of cold, it's very cold meat because it's been down here in this cave.
0: Probably doesn't smell great. No,
1: it doesn't smell particularly brilliant. Uh, And you hold it above the water. After a little while, you see the face of a horse come out of the water. You know this
0: isn't how seahorses work, right? No,
1: this isn't a seahorse, no. (laughs) <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you see this horse come come up and look at you, but its like mane is made out of kelp. Ooh. Like you, it's like really weird looking bits of like straggly seaweed.
0: Does it look like it has any like regular hair anywhere? Uh,
1: no, it's it's all this sort of like gross seaweed.
0: Okay, well I hope I hope this works then. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna um, uh, hold out some meat like as close to the edge as possible so I can like snatch a. Piece of seaweed from its mane, I guess.
1: Okay. Are you uh, are you holding on to anything?
0: I went down here in my bathrobe, right? I'm wearing my bathrobes. You so I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I can just. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna uh, untie the belt from the bathrobe.
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm gonna tie one end of the belt to the railing and one and the other end of the belt to my foot.
1: Ah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That works. That's nice. That's a really good good idea. Okay. Could you um, roll for creativity, please?
0: Yeah, I am. I'm 14 creative.
1: Okay, so I'm going to say that you create a really reasonably strong knot with this knot. Your days back in the scouts.
0: Yes, I definitely went to the scouts.
1: Okay, so your knowledge of knots from the scouts has done you well today uh, and you have tied some pretty damn strong knots. So you ain't going to be falling in this water anytime soon.
0: Yeah, before I tie up the belt uh, I'm just going to empty my pockets so that if I do go into the water I don't lose the important plastic fork and tea kettles well I
1: mean at that point you would be dead so like would it matter
0: uh, I mean if if the water is instant kill like uh, you know an early Mario level sure
1: I guess safety first okay yeah okay so you put you put them you put them down nicely on the side uh, so you reach out with this meat uh, and this horse's head comes out of the water a little bit closer to the meat. And you see it grin slightly, uh... and it splashes out of the water like a dolphin, uh, and you get to see this thing in full. It looks like a horse from the top, but on the bottom half, it's kind of like a mermaid.
0: Weird.
1: And That is
0: a weird creature. It
1: is a weird creature. Um, and with a flick of its tail, it manages to splash loads of water out of the tank towards you. Could you please roll for strength? Uh,
0: yes. That's a 13.
1: I'm gonna say that doesn't work. Mm, that's fair. Because it's quite a strong blast of water, and you lose your footing and you slip over the side.
0: Oof. Okay, so now I realise that maybe tying my foot to the thing wasn't the smartest idea, because I'm probably like head down in the tank.
1: <laughs> so you're not actually head down in the tank. You are sort of dangling there. Okay. Um, above the tank. Um, oh
0: no! I'm the dangling piece of meat. <laughs>
1: So you drop that piece of meat in, into the water, yeah, and it splashes down below, and you see the uh, creature dive underneath the water to grab it, and you're just sort of hanging there for a while.
0: I'm definitely like panicking a little bit. Yeah, like swinging, trying to swing out back up a little bit.
1: Yeah, you're swinging back and forth uh, by the um, belt, uh, and it's at that moment you hear bubbling underneath you. Oh great! And you see. Cue <laughs> And you see this creature, its head floats out of the water again, and it's looking at you.
0: Hello! Do you, do you speak English?
1: <laughs> it doesn't speak English.
0: And then I say that, but in Enochian. <laughs> do you speak Enochian?
1: <laughs> it doesn't speak Enochian either, um, but it does know a prime piece of meat when it sees it.
0: <laughs> of course. This is this problematic?
1: It starts to sort of kick its tail to try and raise itself out of the water enough to grab you.
0: Oh, balls. Uh, How are you going to get
1: its hair?
0: Well, I'm upside down. I don't have any of my equipment. No. Uh, I'm just going to swing left and right to hope that it misses me, basically, when it comes up and try to snatch a piece of its hair.
1: Uh, could you roll for agility, please?
0: Okay, come on. Please don't get eaten in my solo episode. <laughs> Where- <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs>
1: So the horse-like creature grabs your bathrobe and it rips it off, Oh great! you're now dangling above the tank in your underwear.
0: Yes, my spotted underwear.
1: Could you roll for luck, please?
0: An 18?
1: Okay, Um, so I'm going to say that the bathrobe then lands on top of the horse's face (laughs) and it's very confused by the fact that part of you fell off uh, and it's sort of flailing about in the tank. Could you roll for agility, please?
0: Yeah, okay the critical
1: phase You rolled a 1. Yeah. Right, okay. So, that knot that you tied... Oh,
0: um, but I'm a scout!
1: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately the, scout, the scouts did not account for the fact that um, it's so cold down here and the water caused the knot to become loose.
0: And also, you know, it's a bathrobe not a rope.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not designed <laughs> for this. You fall forwards and land on top of the horse.
0: Oh, great. I'm gonna try to, like, hold the bathrobe over its head so it can't bite me. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, could you roll for strength, please?
0: Yeah. Five. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, as you try and hold the thing over your, its head, it sort of flails back. Um, do you want to roll for strength once again, quickly?
0: Sixteen? What's okay. the number?
1: Okay, so you get thrown off of the horse. But as you get thrown off the horse, you your grip holding onto its mane pulls a piece of it off.
0: Yes!
1: And you go falling backwards into the tank. Not yes! <laughs> so this creature is now like flailing around trying to get the thing off of its head, um, and it then turns to you and it goes underneath the water.
0: I'm in the tank, yes? You're in the tank. I'm basically underneath the water. No, I you're floating
1: on. The, you're tr- you're treading water.
0: I'm assuming there's no ladder out of here. There is no
1: ladder out of here, but the water goes right up to the top of the lip of the um tank.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then I'm gonna climb up the, as fast as fucking possible, please. <laughs>
1: Could you roll for agility, please? You can feel like I don't
0: want to get eaten. <laughs> you... That's a zero.
1: <laughs> fucking hell! This creature is making currents underneath you, and you're being like lashed around in a whirlpool right now. You feel it bump against your foot, and it smacks you pretty hard, and it's gonna cause you four damage by that. Ouch.
0: Is there a way I can reach the bucket while being dragged around?
1: No, it's too high up. It's like quite high up, that feeding platform. There's a reason why that feeding platform's quite high up.
0: I was thinking if there's something hard I can smash the glass with.
1: I don't think you've got anything for that, no.
0: No, I don't think I do. I think I have to try to climb
1: out again. Could you please roll for strength? Because you're being buffeted around by this thing. You're actually sort of hitting the side occasionally. I want to see if you can grab it.
0: Yeah, okay. Ow. (laughs) 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 I rolled a zero again.
1: This creature then splashes out of the water and it then lands on top of you um, and it smacks you with its hooves. Uh, And that's going to cause you another five damage.
0: Ouch, I'm halfway down. You are halfway down. really painful.
1: You sink underneath the water. Uh, Could you please roll another strength roll? See if you can deal with this current so you can get out.
0: Nine?
1: Okay, with a nine, you manage to pull yourself back up to the surface so you get a big lungful of air, but you're still being buffeted around. I'd like to
0: punch the horse in the face, please.
1: You want to punch the horse in the face? Yes. When it comes up next. Okay, so the horse... Is about to come up from beneath you. Uh, could you roll for strength?
0: Yes, yes! Oh! critical it Got a crit! Got a crit! Gotta okay.
1: <laughs> you smack this horse with all your might, um, and you feel its snout like break. The adrenaline, <laughs> the adrenaline going through you right now. You like shatter its front teeth, and you hear it like whinny like in pain, and it then sinks below the. Water.
0: And I get the fuck out. And you get
1: the fuck out. Okay, so you manage to then like climb out and you flop out of the tank uh, and you fall a considerable way. So um, that causes you two damage.
0: And I'm also basically naked now. Yeah, and
1: you're naked on the floor in this very cold place.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go back up and I'm gonna get my tea candle, I'm gonna get my fork, and I'm gonna get my Kelpie horsehair, and I'm gonna go dripping back up to my room.
1: <laughs> Your Kelpie Horsehair. Well, that's... that. So, you said Kelpie Horsehair.
0: I'm assuming that's what I got from when I ripped off... You said I ripped something off of it in the tank, right?
1: But you used the word Kelpie.
0: W- wasn't it... Did I get that well, wrong? Did I misunderstand it?
1: Uh, the, the, the amusing thing here is that when you then turn to look at the tank, you actually see the name of the animal.
0: Oh, it's called a Kelpie?
1: It's a Kelpie.
0: Oh, I think I recognize that. What's a Kelpie?
1: You read you read underneath the tank's, like, description.
0: A Kelpie is, uh, it's the Scots name given to a shape-shifting water spirit, apparently.
1: Kelpies are well known for using water and currents to pull their prey in. Luckily for you, their prey tends to be, like, small children.
0: And not aging professors who like to punch back.
1: Yeah, so it was a bit surprised by the whole <laughs> fist-in-the-face thing. <laughs> That's good. Um, you see it um, inside the tank, and it's staring at you incredibly angrily. Like you can see blood from its mouth.
0: I flip it off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you horse. Piece of shit. (laughs) Piece of shit.
1: You flip it off and you grab your candles and you grab the um fork. Yes. And you then manage to make your way back to the elevator. Your foot hurts like hell.
0: And there's probably a nice puddle in the elevator now.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. You're dripping everywhere. Uh you are you are freezing to death right now. (laughs) Great. And eventually you make your way back upstairs and into your room.
0: I've gone through a shitload of effort to do this, but I'm going to summon a goddamn demon and I'm going to get its goddamn powers and I'm going to show that damn Dumbledore motherfucker that I can do magic too, goddammit!
1: I assume that at some point you're going to go back down and teach that Kelpie a lesson as well. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so how are you going to do this? What, how are you going to like summon this demon? What, what, how, how's it going to go down?
0: I do have a Ritual of Binding thing. I'm I'm assuming that comes with some sort of instructions.
1: You pick up the Ritual of Binding, um, and you sort of... How are you going to read this? Are you reading it thoroughly, or are you glancing it over?
0: I mean, I'm not, like, entirely careless. I'm pretty careless summoning a demon. But, like, I feel like if you're going to summon a demon, you should at least read the instruction manual first. Okay. So I'm going to go thoroughly.
1: Okay. So you look at this um, Ritual of Binding, and funnily enough, it kind of reads like an Ikea manual. So you as a Swede... Of
0: course it does.
1: You as a Swede are able to read it pretty quickly, um, especially because you can ha- read the language it's written in.
0: You know you know that Ikea manuals are usually without text, right? That's the whole idea, like, that anyone can read them? Yeah,
1: but, but this is magical text. Mm. This is a Mininokian, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: To most people, it would just look like symbols, but to you, it actually means something.
0: Yeah, and that's why I know that I can show this guy that I can summon demons and can get cool powers.
1: Sure you can. You can do this. Sure, why not?
0: Yeah. I feel the confidence in your voice.
1: So, first things first, you've got to get the candles. You've got to place the candles in the positions that you feel would be best to represent this demon so how are you gonna do it pentagram a pentagram okay yes so you place your candles on the floor in a pentagram what are you gonna do with your special sixth candle that you nicked or are you just gonna keep that as a spare
0: though it was a spare but i think i put it in the center oh i think that
1: makes sense oh that's kind of cute i like that That, that's really nice and then you've got to use your fork and your piece of kelpie hair
0: yes uh i'm going to use the fork uh and I'm going to use a different fo- sharp thing to puncture my finger to get some blood. Okay. Because I don't think I can do that with a plastic fork.
1: <laughs> no, probably not.
0: I'm going to use my lint covered lint and ketchup-covered plastic fork to draw uh, a pentagram symbol between these five candles and with the sixth one in the center Okay. in my own blood. Okay. Hopefully I won't go too anemic from this.
1: I'm going to say you lose one health from this.
0: Uh, and then I'm going to... Finally, once that's done, I'm going to burn the Kelpie hair in the central candle. Okay. while chanting and and, and and like getting the chanting the name of, of Furkas and and you know calling him forth.
1: Okay, so you um place the Kelpie hair in the center and it sort of bubbles. it doesn't really burn because it's it's very <laughs> wet still. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it just creates a horrible smell in the room. <laughs> and I want you to do your chant for my own amusement. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's not great what I put myself into. Go on. Oh, okay. Oh, Furkas, come forth from uh, uh, the other side and take my offering. Uh, bind yourself to my service and give me your knowledge.
1: That's, that's that was pretty good I'm gonna that was pretty good. I mean, if I was a demon, I'd feel like you'd made an effort there. I mean the fork was a bit weird, but i, I mean I, I feel like you have made an effort yeah okay, as you say these powerful, powerful words um and my voice drips with powerful, powerful sarcasm
0: <laughs>
1: the um lights in this room start to flicker um the energy around you. Um, becomes very electric
0: I will repeat myself but like faster and more intense for dramatic purposes very nice. but not like actually doing that because I don't want to say it again
1: as you continue to repeat yourself the room becomes more and more electric and you feel that same feeling of being sort of pulled forwards that weird sort of magic electric feeling um, from when you were in the orrery Ooh. and then the lights cut out
0: did it work? Hello? Furcas? Anyone?
1: I want you to roll for focus, please.
0: Thirteen?
1: You don't feel any different.
0: No, I was hoping there would be a demon standing here, but like...
1: No, there's, there doesn't seem to be anything different with the room. I mean, you did feel something, but that feeling has sort of crackled away
0: i'm gonna just like kick the candles i'm a little bit angry that this didn't work
1: okay so you kick the candles across the floor and there's wax all over the carpet now uh the kicking doesn't set everything on fire
0: luckily there are tea candles so i figured it wouldn't be that
1: big of a yeah. deal no you you, you you kick them all over the floor there's wax everywhere
0: <sighs> i'm probably gonna just watch harry potter on netflix until i fall asleep
1: okay uh which one do you want to watch
0: you know, it's been a while since I watched them all from the start. I think I'm going to go through them from the beginning.
1: <laughs> okay. So, Martin, you get into your bed, you whack open your laptop, and you start to watch through the Philosopher's Stone. As you're getting to the bit where the troll in the dungeon happens, your eyes start to get heavy. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty tired, I guess. Still angry about the ritual not working.
1: And you close your laptop and you then fall asleep. Mm. And as Dr. Martin Mm. sleeps in his room, a small ball Mm. of red electricity descends from the ceiling above Mm. him and then dissipates into his body. Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set, now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag omencast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.